You're listening to another episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Listen to them all at smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. Welcome to Small Business Saturdays. The Small Business Saturdays podcast. With your host and my husband. And my dad, Aaron Montgomery. Join the conversation. Let's talk some business. Welcome into Small Business Saturdays. My name is Aaron Montgomery. This is Kyleen Montgomery, my lovely, amazing wife. And uh, welcome in, Kyleen for having me yeah so we're we're hanging out in our hotel room we just got done with all of our activities over at everything embroidery market and uh, yes we're hanging out in the hotel room kind of putting ourselves back together we're going to go have a date night tonight and get a chance to hang out in chattanooga tennessee and then we'll drive back home tomorrow yeah it's been a great great weekend Hey everyone, Aaron here real quick. Sorry for the brief interruption. If you are getting anything out of Small Business Saturdays, please head over to oursuccessgroup.com forward slash SBS. We're going to send you some free resources and give you some more information about our success group and how we might be able to help your company even more. Thanks for tuning in. Now back to the podcast. Kylene, what I wanted to talk about here today and and we kind of threw this together a little impromptu at the end. There's no script. I just get to put you on the spot. I, for some reason, I have this weird tendency to put you into uncomfortable places. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I have no idea. I get a little too comfortable, maybe. Yeah, you get into your comfort zone. Oh, and you, or you want to pick it. I, I want to pick it at you, yeah. Okay, so, no, Kylene, where is success found? Hmm. I think it's found within us and feeling fulfilled. That's not where you thought. What was the quote that you shared? Oh, your favorite quote. My quote. (laughs) It's been a long weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah, which is also on the other side of what's fear? Comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Fear, right? Mm-hmm. Just outside of that, it's your success. <laughs> <laughs> All right. She's been working her tail off and running around like crazy and helping me and supporting me today as I got to speak. And then she spoke yesterday. So we want to talk about that. That's what I want to share with you guys here today. We had an opportunity to share a couple classes yesterday. I got to teach the pricing strategy class first and then you had your class so why don't you mm-hmm. tell people about that real quick and then we'll get into business owner mindset here yeah so it was work-life balance is it a dream a myth or a possibility and i think we all know it's a possibility and so i talked about the importance of being responsible for yourself taking that responsibility and then believing in yourself and then just being intentional with your time and um, using the tools out there yeah. Um, yeah. to make those priorities and how it it cycles. Sometimes family life's more important. Well, family's always important, but sometimes, <laughs> sometimes you need to focus more on your business. Sometimes you focus more on, on your business and other times on your family and yeah. just kind of go with go with the flow a little bit when um, those urgent things come up so you can accomplish all those goals. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. and I think it's not necessarily about, you know, the point that, that I got out of it because I got to sit in the back of the class, 
what I got out of it, it not necessarily about what the priority is, right? You're not saying that just because I'm working on my business right now, that doesn't mean that my family's not important to yep. me, right? Yep. It's just we we're a single person that has lots of different areas of our lives, so we have to make certain tasks. Um, move them up the, the list depending mm -hmm. on the cycle the season whatever you yeah. want to look at it yeah. so then yeah. you also talked a lot about um juggling yeah 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 so you want to share any of that <laughs> oh, which part and any part you want <laughs> i told you there's no structure there was no i obviously okay. didn't give her any of the questions in advance so <laughs> um, yeah it's you know it's like a juggling act it, sometimes we feel like with all the different roles that we have and for ourselves or all of our different responsibilities you know we can't be everything to everyone at all times so um trying to keep all all those balls up in the air if you're juggling it's um definitely a rhythm and a cycle that you create and figure out what works for you yeah yeah i mean what was the word you used the whole time intentional there you go yeah awesome hey jerry good to see jerry. you here yeah all right, so you want to, let's see, what anything else that stands um, out? You want to, well, let's, before we get into business owner mindset, I'm, I'm going to ask you one more question because apparently you really enjoy this one. I put you on the spot, you giggle about it. Um, so here's the question. Mm -hmm. What was the number one, let me rephrase that. What is the thing that stood out to you the most? Where was the biggest aha moment that you saw coming out of that class? What um, what what part did somebody maybe share with you that they took away with it? Basically, can you explain the number one takeaway um, that people could have to our people tuned in here on Small Business Saturdays? Well, one of the, the takeaways, there's a, there's a couple um, pretty cool moments in the training yesterday that was pretty awesome. And the first was I had them go through a 5% more responsibility worksheets so yeah. if you could take five percent more responsibility for your life and different life categories there and um you know they just filled them out but one woman took it to um like she really broke it down she thought about all the different all the hours that we have in the week and then broke it down into five percent and she came yep. was it 24 minutes yep 24 minutes a day so she realized I can make 24 minutes a day. I can make that happen and I can do that towards my business or for my health or whatever category it was in. And for her, 5% wasn't tangible, but when she broke it down into the minutes, that made sense. And she just, it's like the light bulb came off for her and she realized how it is possible and how, you know, because hundred percent, you know, going all in on all these different areas of your life, that can be overwhelming. So just mm -hmm. um, focusing 5%. So that was pretty cool for her to see um, how it's possible. Yeah. And yeah. how big changes can happen with just that 5%. Yeah. And she made the, the point that, you know, again, 24 minutes is doable, right? It's mm -hmm. just something we can get our teeth into and, and actually chew on that and, and be able to make that happen, right? Could you take 24 minutes away from the time that you sit in front of the TV? Yeah. Could you take, you know, 24 minutes away from the time that you're wasting doing something else that maybe yeah. doesn't really help serve you, yeah. right? And 
that doesn't mean that you don't take the time to sit in front of the TV. It doesn't mean you don't take the time to do some other things that might not be getting you closer to your goals, but they're maybe recharging you and that's okay. But if you can say, you know what though, I need to grab 24 minutes out of that to be able yeah. to work on my business, to improve my relationships with my family, to exercise, to, yeah. you know, all those things. So, yeah. so that was really cool. Um, there was another woman in there and, and she was talking about how um, she will be taking into um, kids into her home and she doesn't have any children and, and she just sat there for a minute and she's like, you yeah, know, this class is, you know, I didn't think I needed this, but it's exactly what I needed to prepare for um, this big change in her life yeah. and how she can... Um, yeah. add this new factor that came into her life to yeah. keep everything going so yeah. it's it cool yeah we got to talk to her for a good chunk of the weekend and it was really yeah. really awesome i mean just from day one into where she ended up at the end you just kind of saw a change in her too right mm -hmm. i mean she had really kind of spent some time thinking about this last night and she i know i remember what she said to you she specifically said you know this is great but I don't even know where to start. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And by the time I got a chance to talk to her later today, so that was yesterday, mm -hmm. had her in the class. I got a chance to talk to her later today, and she had a plan. Right. She had okay. Now I know where to start. That's, you know, you suggested to her just think about meals. Yeah, you know? creating some kind of structure. Structure. Yeah. 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 And and so she and and then what happened is once she took that first step, then you could mm -hmm. totally just see. Okay, that first step's taken, then everything else starts to loosen up. It starts to, okay, here's the next step. Here's, yep, and then this is the way this is going to be, and, and this is how we're going to structure this. And, you know, so yeah. it was it was pretty powerful. It was yeah. uh, really powerful. I think the, the overall cool thing, too, was how um, invested everyone was that was there. <laughs> like, people were there, and they were ready to take it all in and learn and play full out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, you expect people to engage, but not really. Well, I want them to play full out, but. Um, yeah, but, but it was it's like, not always that way. Yeah. No, I mean, it was just really cool how um, serious everyone took it, and it was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I've done a few presentations now in, in the course of my career, and, you know, you kind of, I've gotten almost, I wouldn't say numb to it, but it doesn't really affect me all that much anymore where you know you can just tell that there are certain people that are just in that class kind of going how do we get out of here right they've mm -hmm. just decided that this is not for them and it used to drive me nuts but now I don't even notice it anymore mm -hmm. and so it's kind of just almost become okay I look around when I start and I'm like who are the three four five people here that I just don't think they're gonna you know they don't they don't look open right now to even being in the room Mm -hmm. And I would say, you know, most of my classes had about 50 people in them. Uh, one, maybe two over the course mm -hmm. of five different seminars. So, yeah, um, it, it was That's pretty really cool. interesting. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah. So that part was cool. Okay. Yeah. So anybody that's tuned in live right now, if there's anything that you want to hear about, learn about, we can give you any update. But the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, the reason that, uh, I cornered you and put you on the spot again was we had an opportunity to do a seminar together for the first time. Yeah. We haven't done that before, have we? Online. 
online. No, no, not in together online. Wasn't it like a recording for maybe? Oh, that's right. Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. Gosh, sorry. All right. Um, so memorable. <laughs> maybe I did so bad. At it. Um, so the cool part was I got to watch Kylene on her own, shining, just really sharing her gift, and um, it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. And then we immediately thirty minutes later we were on stage again. And this time it was both of us together. And so I think that was fun because obviously the dynamics a little bit different. We're, we're mm -hmm. two very different people, um, as you can just hear, by the way, that <laughs> you're hearing mm -hmm. us on the other end, uh, right? I'm, I'm loud and annoying. She's soft and, and sweet. <laughs> um, so oh, just dropped the mouse. Um, <laughs> so anyways, point being, I thought it was really fun. I thought yeah. it was uh, a really cool opportunity for people to see kind of the success principles in a way from both sides. Mm -hmm. So um, let's let, let's talk about that really quick. When when we started this, right, we went through it, we practiced, we looked at kind of the roadmap we wanted to take people on, kind of the intention, mm -hmm. so to speak, right? For you, what was the maybe one or two things that you went into that seminar going, I really hope people take this away from it? Um, I think it was the, the inner critic and coach. I think that was really powerful that when people realize that if they talk, if other people talk to them the way they talk to themselves, you know, how we, how we like to critique everything that we do or... Yeah. We're our own worst enemies sometimes, but when when they had that realization of okay, I'm imagining other people saying this to me. Yeah. Um, how you wouldn't want that person around in your life. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, it's it, it's not it's not like it's or shattering news or anything that we don't know, but they just had a moment to think about it and imagine it, and um, I think that was really powerful. Yeah. You could tell how. People are like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, you know, we obviously wanted to try to make it a little bit entertaining, too. So Kylene was kind of suggesting to people, you know, the person you spend the most time with each and every day is yourself. Mm -hmm. And yet if somebody else in your world talked to you like we talked to ourselves, you, you'd kick them out, right? And so Kylene even said, yeah, Aaron's stuff would be out on the lawn. Or I, think, I can't remember exactly how you phrased it, but... Basically, if I ever talk to Kylene, like Kylene will talk to herself at times, then, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. And so I was then able to kind of tell tell it a little different way because you want to have people get different perspectives. And I looked at it, like we said, talk about the inner critic versus the inner coach. And I was able to share my experience of coaching. And, you know, if I were to be out there coaching the young men that I got to coach this last year, and all I was doing was saying, oh, you dummy. Gosh, you can't even do this. Why are you even trying? You're so bad at this, right? Mm -hmm. And, and it, that's the way that I coach them, just trying to, and yelling at them and, and you know, getting mad at them all the time. How long would I be a coach for? Hopefully not long at all. Yeah. And also, um, would the kids do any better? Would they grow? Would they learn? Absolutely not. Right? And we know that to be true because we can do that for other people. But for some reason, we haven't been able to figure out how to do that for ourselves yeah. until you get intentional about it. And uh, yeah. yeah, so it was yes, pretty cool. That was a cool. That was a cool moment to see that. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And in fact, I uh, got a chance. So we did that. We've done this business on our mindset seminar yesterday, 
and one of the ladies in that class you would talk to her too and i had a chance to talk to her today as well and she was she was talking about that you know, when i was sharing that story about you know you you dummy you're, you're not good enough to do this and that kind of thing and she's said that was the number one light bulb moment for her is that you know she'll come up with a new design and in 30 minutes she'll have talked herself out of putting it out there because she's just not good enough why would anybody want it why are you even trying right and all that other stuff and so to be able to have that opportunity to go oh hold on time out yeah what would a coach say as opposed to a critic yeah and because that can really you know once you figure that part out then that allows you to take those risks and put yourself out there yeah more. yeah yeah. Sorry, I would take a moment. Yeah, it would take a moment. You've got what you need to take yeah, care I, of that? Yeah, I do. Okay, what's more? No. Okay. Well, I know you're joining me here on my program, so I probably should be interviewing you, but do you mind if I share something that I was hopeful that people yeah. would take away? Yeah. Okay. All right. So one of the things that stood out for me before we got started that I was really, I don't know, I, I just to me, I wanted to make sure that we hit this point home. And I think it was that understanding that fear is actually a good thing. Fear is something that we need to help us grow. Fear is something that will allow us a pause to be able to make the best decision possible, as opposed to fear being something that we should just, you know, fight at all costs and, and just not be, you know, be super brave all the time. Um, I can't remember the exact way that the quote went from Senator John McCain, but something to the effect of fear is um, not proof of cowardice, but instead the opposite of that, that it's proof that you're willing to face fears and, and go tackle something. Um, and so it's actually courageous to have fear and, and be able to, to do that. So yeah. that was yeah. what stood out for me, or that's what yeah. I wanted to make sure people got out of it. So. And you did that exercise, the skyscraper exercise with him, with a quick little visualization mm -hmm. exercise. And I think once you did that, people really understood how powerful your thoughts can be. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep, good. Okay. So we kind of, what we thought we wanted and, and some of the feedback that we got, was there any other feedback that we got on, on that particular class? And then we can kind of go through some more of the details of it real quick? Um, I mean, the feedback I got that it's what we all know that we need to, to work on. Yeah. Um, but yet we don't at least spend the time on that part of us. We focus more on the, the nuts and bolts instead of us. And that's what keeps our business going is us. So we need to take the time to improve those thoughts and mm -hmm. take more responsibility in, in this believe in ourselves more yeah yeah i agree that uh you know that was some of the the key stuff that right we we do we we do look at the other things you know what's the shiny object how do i do this thing because we've got businesses to run there's stuff that you got to actually do mm -hmm. these things right and and so i'm not belittling any of that right I, we do need to get information about how to you know do a do an ad or how to you know what's the best method for posting on social media or how does this piece of equipment work or, mm -hmm. you know, any of those things that people show up for and that they ask about, right. And that they're looking for. And, you know, we, we've got a lot of that. When you look at what Todd does every week, it's, it's that stuff. Right. Um, but I think 
it's a lot more difficult to figure out that stuff if you also don't focus on the mindset side yeah. of it, right? We got to get that right first because ultimately that stuff actually drives then answering a lot of the questions about what should I use? What about this a piece of equipment? How does this work? Who should my, you know, this be or that be, right? And yeah. so having having that, that, you know, I always just call it the foundation, having that foundation, having that mindset foundation that allows you to make decisions more quickly, more confidently, and um, you know, determine what's next, right? We yeah. talked about the young lady that was a little bit overwhelmed about bringing these kids in, right? Mm -hmm. She showed up for business stuff and realized that it was more about her mindset that she needed to fit. Yeah. Because she'll make those decisions about those kids, and then she'll also be able to then take that same knowledge and ability that she gets about herself from that and turn that into how does she make a decision about her business? How does she make a decision yeah. about her personal relationships? How does she make a decision about the growth things that she wants in her life and things like that? So yeah. um, really, yeah. really powerful. Yeah. All right. So let's let's just walk them through the whole thing really quick. Right. I, we're not going to do the whole 60 minute presentation. <laughs> um, and Kylie is probably horrified right now because she doesn't even have her notes in front of her, her baby blanket. <laughs> I'm going to get kicked out of here. Yeah, um, I'm not going to join you anymore. No, this is the last time you'll see Kylie on Small Business Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, let's let's just do that really quick. We're, we're, we talked about what was the first area that we covered? 100% responsibility. 100% responsibility. Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys have probably heard that hundreds of times on yeah. here. We, we yeah. cover that ad nauseum because it is the most important thing. Once you empower yourself and realize that you and you alone can control your outcome, then yeah. you're in good shape. Yeah. In fact, I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday that was struggling a little bit. And, you know, there were specific things that we were struggling with and all this other stuff. But really, at the end of the day, I said to him, I said, okay. If you could take 5% more responsibility for your own success, what would you do? Yep. That, that's it, right? Yeah. Gets you in motion in yep. some way. Yeah. So it brings it down into something that we can manage mm -hmm. and, and, and do. Yeah. It's only 5%. You don't have to change the world. Mm -hmm. You have to find 5% of something that you can do right now in your own power that you have right? You can change your responses. How can you mm -hmm. change your response to get you closer to your idea of success? Yep. Um, yep. So we, we talked about that. And then what was next? Well, then we dove a little deeper in E plus R equals O. We did. Um, and then we moved into um, the inner critic and coach. Believe it's possible. Mm -hmm. Right. So let's talk about that for a second. Believe it's possible. What, is, what does that mean to you? <laughs> It means that yeah, why thoughts, is it funny? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I gotta come up with the right answer. Just kidding. No, believe that's possible. So those feelings that we have really determine the beliefs that we have. So if we truly believe that something is possible, mm -hmm. we're gonna feel differently and we're gonna go all in and make the things happen to um, achieve our goals, right? Yeah. But if we don't truly believe it's possible then we're going to start to do, you know, half the amount of work or not really um, just put in all the effort. And then we're going to get those results 
that we're not desiring. And then that justifies <laughs> to ourselves that, see, we're not supposed to do it. And so that belief, you have to believe it first. And then, um, yeah. Yeah, I think maybe at one time in, in all of our lives, mm -hmm. you know, if we're being truly honest with ourselves, we've all had that moment where we said, you know what, I'll believe it when I see it. Right? When, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think this is possible, so prove it to me, mm -hmm. right? But the opposite of that is the only real truth that there is. Yeah. Until you believe it, you will not be able to see it. And you know, as that relates to business owners and a business owner mindset, right? Mm -hmm. If you can't even believe that you're going to be able to do what you are saying that you're going to set out to do, then just like Kylie said, your brain, your your internal is going to get in the way of that because yeah. your your inside, your your brain is hardwired to conserve energy. Right. So to be able to do the least amount possible to still achieve the goal. And it's also hardwired to protect us, to keep us safe. Mm -hmm. And so what ends up happening is, like you said, our internal goes, oh, you know, I don't know if you should do that. I don't really see how it's possible. Right. And this yeah. is the internal conversation you're having. And then if you don't have a way to come up with that, I can really truly believe that, then what will happen is just like you said, you put in half the effort that you probably should have, you um, end up with bad results, and then those bad results then prove to your internal critic that, see, I told you, dummy, Yeah. right? And yeah. let's let's just go back and sit on the couch again and, and you know, mm -hmm. Netflix and chill, right? Mm -hmm. And so that kind of thing. So yeah. how do you motivate yourself to put in the effort required for success and it all starts with believing it's possible, right? Mm -hmm. Putting yourself out there enough to, right? You don't have to, be, you know, be, uh, I'm, you know, all that kind of craziness. Say, so, you know what? I deserve this. I believe that I can do it. Mm -hmm. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. And then go from there. So yeah. um, it's, it's this story that we tell ourselves that we have to figure out how to stop telling ourselves that story and i think that leads into to jerry's question that i think you know it's pretty good now let's see what, what you thought so jerry asked how do i handle i have done it before why am i struggling so much to do it again i have done it before any thoughts on that one did you get the outcomes that you wanted before are you working yeah, yeah like what happened that first time that you did it and then you stopped yeah. for you to have to go through the whole cycle again, I guess yeah. is where I would. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I think, yeah. I think you're, you're hitting it right. Because if you've done it before and then there was some trigger that stopped it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that moment, whatever that, and again, it probably didn't show up as anything noticeable. True. Yeah. But there was some trigger in there that said, well, we stopped. Right. So maybe that was, and some internal sign of failure, mm -hmm. and now you're you're afraid to what you considered in that moment yeah. fail. I think that's a good place yeah. to look, Jerry. I think that's a really good place to start. Okay. Um, go ahead. Maybe you're not clear exactly where you're going this time. Yeah. You jump jump back into it. Yeah, yeah. Getting real clear about what what the next time is and looks like, and you know nothing to do. You do. 
I mean, you've got that, you've got that experience. You've got that ability that nobody could take away from you from the last time you did it. So that's, that's a bonus. That's a plus that should give us more belief even, but you also have to, you know, again, what's new, what's different, you know, maybe the concern is, is that you haven't been able to keep up like you thought you should keep up. But we told a story about a guy named Cliff Young, who at the age of 61, he was a potato farmer in Australia. He ran this was it Melbourne to Sydney ultra marathon, which is 544 miles. He ran that race at 61 and beat the record for the race by nine hours showing up in work pants and work boots because he didn't know any better, right? Mm -hmm. All the other runners there, the, the, the current thought at the time was that you ran for 18 hours, you slept for six, you ran for 18 hours, you slept mm -hmm. for six and so on and so forth. And, and that's what they all did. Yep. Right. And it's who could run the furthest in that 18 hours. Well, what he did know is that he was a sheep and potato farmer and there were days where he would run after the sheep because they didn't, couldn't afford horses and he would run after the sheep for two days straight and he knew he could do that. Yeah. So, um, you know, going back and, and saying, okay, wherever I'm at is perfectly fine and whatever inexperience, whatever things I feel like I'm lacking in this moment, don't really matter because that could very well end up being the exact reason that you are successful. Yep. Right. Yep. So, yep. um, yeah. So again, Jerry, I, I think Kylie's probably get onto something there where you're talking about, just want to go back to where I was. Well, why did you stop before then? Right. Mm -hmm. Answer that question first in your mind and get or, real clear about that. Or understanding that it, it took you time to get to where you were before. So maybe you're being impatient and, um, because yeah. it does sometimes take time. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'll say one, one more thing about that, too. Um, there, in fact, we had this conversation with another young lady today as we were walking down the hall, and, and she stopped us, and, and we were just talking about some of the things that had come up in, in the seminar. And she was, we were talking about fear. And, and she asked, you know, because I didn't really cover this when I was talking about some of the stuff today. I actually had a chance to talk about some more of this stuff today. I don't think we really covered this when we were talking about fear yesterday either, is a lot of times people have a fear of success, right? And she clearly had a fear of success, right? She, she knew what she wanted to do. She had it all there. Her worry was she couldn't keep up with it. You know, she, she had enough belief in herself that she knew she could do it. But what she was worried about was what happens if I can't keep up? Yep. And it's that fear of failure. And, and so we talked about that. What, what is it that um, maybe she could figure out something in her life? I, I suggested that maybe she looked for something in her life where um, she thought she did something very well and her quote unquote reward for doing something very well was to be heaped on a, a whole bunch of more responsibilities where it became where she didn't feel like she was successful anymore. So instead of getting the praise, the rah-rah that she maybe thought she deserved in that moment, that instead she just got more responsibility. Mm -hmm. And this could go back to when you were just a kid, right? And then that becomes your story that every time I do something well, all I get is more problems. 
problems, right? All I get is more responsibility. Mm -hmm. I, I don't, I've never been, I'm not reaping the, the rewards of the work that I've done. And so to go back and change that into something that's always about striving more or something like that. So there's a couple other thoughts for you, Jerry. Um, I know you took the opportunity to come into uh, understanding your success with us. So hopefully that's a start. You know, I don't know what maybe showed up there and uh, we certainly aren't going to chat about it here, but we're happy to, to yeah, chat more out. about that. Um, I know obviously you've got that opportunity to get together with Kylene and I think she can really dig down a little bit deeper. Um, if I need to be involved, I'm certainly happy to do that too. But um, honestly, Jerry, the, 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 here, here, here it is simplified. There's a story you're telling yourself internally that you may not even recognize. And that's the only thing getting in your way. All you have to do is identify that story, turn it around, understand how maybe that could be useful for you or proceed anyways, right? I mean, mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I, I find myself telling people a lot that do feel a little bit stuck is, okay, well, what's the first thing you can do? Okay, do that. No, no, don't wait, do that now. Okay, what's next? Okay, do that. No, don't wait, do that now, right? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's kind of the process who knows if that thing is going to be right. It's going to really do what you think it's going to do. But until you do the thing, you can't get any feedback from it. Mm -hmm. So you're just making assumptions about how that's going to work out, right? That, that's the other side that's, about fear. Yeah, and yeah. That, that's what keeps you stuck. Yeah, that's what that's keeps you stuck. You don't feel that sense of progress. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, you know, we can always make excuses. We, we, we're very good. At, humans are very good at that. And, and again, another protection mechanism, not a bad thing, but our reasons have to be bigger than our excuses. But most of the time, unless we get very intentional about it, our excuses are bigger than our reasons. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Yep. I, cool. Maybe Jerry can tell me if it makes sense to him yeah. too. Okay. <laughs> So let's keep going. Yeah. Believe it's possible. What's uh, uh, we talked about celebrating our successes and how that can keep us motivated to keep moving forward. Yep. yep. The importance of that. Yep. And Jerry, not to pick on you, so certainly yeah, any, anybody, <laughs> but you showed up and you're interacting. Uh, Robin's so, here too. Uh, hi, Robin. Hi, Robin. <laughs> yeah, great to see you. Um, but you showed up, you interacted, you engaged, and and so I want to actually give you a little bit more here. We talk about celebrating your successes, right? I would encourage you to do that, Jerry. I want you to just sit down, get a list, and we're tomorrow is the end of the month, right? Yep. Tomorrow's no, today is the today, end of the month. Yeah. yeah. So here you go. Your your assignment for tomorrow is I want you to get a piece of paper. I want you to number one um, to twenty-five on it, and uh, do this tomorrow Monday morning, just as soon as you can. Write one to 25 on it, and then I want you to go back and find every single thing that you accomplished and just keep going, right? 25, get to 25 minimum. If you got more than that, keep going. But I want you to write down every single thing that you've accomplished in the past month. In the past month. So in the month of April, every single thing that you've accomplished. As long as it's something that you feel is an accomplishment, doesn't matter what anybody else thinks, right? It, you might go, oh, so you just think that's small. Doesn't matter. As long as you think that it's an accomplishment. I'm not saying how big. 
it's an accomplishment. Write that down and then go back through that list, read it, you know, see if your lovely wife would be willing to, uh, to partake in this too, because this has been really powerful for both of us to be able to do that. And she should do the same thing, make a list of 25 things that uh, she feels that she's accomplished. But then the important part is to go back through that list and each time say the thing that you accomplished, let it sink in, do a little celebration, yay, a little jazz hands, maybe a little, hey, congratulations, you did that. Um, you know, I don't think you want to set off a confetti cannon every time, but you know, if that's, that's what shows up for you, then do it, right? <laughs> uh, but no, just celebrate it just a little bit. So two things are going to come out of that. When we sit down to write that list of 25 things, right, the first, I don't know, for me, the first 10, depending on how the month went, the first yeah. 15, no problem. Right? Just, yeah. just, oh, yep, did that, yep, did that. I've got my stuff that I've kept track of throughout the month, so I can go back to that, reference it, my to-do list, everything I've checked off, mm -hmm. um, right? So you got all that. But then when you get into 20 to 25, that's where it becomes real, right? That's yeah. where it becomes like, okay, I got to dig. But once you allow yourself to start digging, then you really open up some things, yeah. right? And the more often we do this, the more, I mean, you know, we'll do this tomorrow on the way home. We'll take the opportunity to do this. And I always get excited about this. This is, we, we meet once a week as a quote unquote meeting. We work together all day, every day. So she's got to put up with me all the time, but we have a, a scheduled meeting, so to speak. And this meeting that we will have next week, next Thursday is when we get to celebrate these successes. And um, so I think that might be something else that's holding you back. I think um, just, having that sense that you are enough, that you are capable and you because are I, progress. I, like you said, you've done it before, right? I've seen what you do. I know what you do. I've seen you succeed. So there shouldn't be anything holding you back. Not in like a, a, a bad way. Mm -hmm. The reality is something's holding you back. So let's identify it. And when you're ready to let go of that thing, then you'll be able to move forward. Yeah. Yes. And you're right, Jerry, the confetti can make a mess. So that's why I suggested maybe not doing it all 25 times. No, I'm just kidding. Again, not suggesting that at all. It's a joke. Please, everybody, it's just a joke. Yeah. Um, okay. Yep. So believe it's possible. Yeah, and then we moved on to fear. Did we go right from there? Mm -hmm. Believe yeah. it's possible. I have to grab my yeah, baby blanket. Get your here. baby blanket here. <laughs> I thought, for some reason, I feel like we're missing something here. That's the beginning. Yeah. Believe it's possible. Overcome. Ah, you're right. You're right. She's always right. I'm not sure why I'd even. Question? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. celebrate. Yeah. Hey, Jerry, thank you for, again, sharing. Um, uh, yeah. Having done it before is the frustrating part. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do really believe what Kyleen said, and then also what we talked about there, too, Jerry. I'd, I'd love for you to take some time and really try to get a deep understanding of why you stopped before. And if that's something that you can share, great. But um, if not, that's fine too. If it's something you need to share with me in private, you can volley me or whatever. Um, but I, I don't know, that, that's the feeling I'm getting is that there it's something in that, that, uh, you know, however it stopped for the last time might be what's holding you back. Even if yeah. it wasn't anything major, it doesn't like stand out maybe something buried inside of that 
emotion of it, you know, stopping last time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're right. What is fear? Yeah. Now, at that point, that's my jam. So I kind of took over the yeah. presentation. I apologize again for that. No, um, that's how we had it written out. I know. But I would like you to share with the small business Saturday folks here what you took from that. <laughs> Did I do a good enough job that you actually remember this? Oh, yeah. I mean, um, we talked about fear and the acronym, fantasized experiences appearing real. Okay. So these things we imagine happening but really aren't real. <laughs> they haven't happened. And how the fear, we use it as a warning system for ourselves to allow us, once you start feeling that fear, to pause and assess the situation quickly. Mm -hmm. Are you really in danger? Is someone else really in danger? Or are you just scared for other reasons, okay. things that aren't realistic. Yeah. So, so we did that and then you walked them through it. Um, that's where the skyscraper yeah. exercise we, was. We proved to them that it was a fantasized experience appearing real. Yeah. Yeah. The skyscraper exercise. Okay. Which was interesting. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, it was interesting because obviously I've seen this exercise. Aaron has them walk to the edge of this building and they're imagining it and, and <laughs> looking at the from the front of the classroom onto the classroom, I actually saw people like moving. Oh, really? Yeah, it was. It was really. I mean, I, I kind of went really fast through it because I didn't want it to be like too overwhelming. Plus, we had a limited amount of time, so I wasn't sure if it was going to really hit across the board. But I was yeah. paying attention to making sure I hit the steps right. Because here's the deal: I don't want to put somebody up on this. You guys have been through the skyscraper exercise. You've heard it here on Small Business Saturday. So you basically are having people visualize being on the top of a tall building and then looking out over the top. So you want to make sure you get that right. Cause you don't want to leave them up there dangling. And then three days later, they're still like, what the hell? I'm still on top of this building scared to death. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a very specific way to do it, but um, yeah, get them up on the building, have them feel, feel that fear, yep. then come back to safety. Right. It's really important. Yep. That we get them back into yep. safety. Yep. And then you walk them through, you know, I scare myself by imagining. Yeah. So we had four, four techniques, or yeah. four, not techniques, sorry, let me steps. rephrase that. Good. Yeah, four steps, four stages of then conquering fear. Yeah. So you, did I do a good enough job that you remember all four of them? I mean, I scare myself by imagining. That's one. One. Reframing it. No. Actually, no, that's two. Number one. I, I don't remember the other three. Oh, feelings are hurt. I always joke with Kylie. I was dealing with some. I know you were dealing with your own fear so, for sure. Uh, um, all right. So number one is come back to the present, just like in the skyscraper exercise. When you start feeling those, you know, sweatiness, dry mouth, whatever it is that shows up for you when you're afraid, when you start experiencing that, that's your key to go. Hold, please. Let me just check. Okay. Oh, I'm actually just sitting in my hotel room wearing a white shirt and just getting really into the specifically what's going on for you, for you in that world. Because we have to get out of the fight or flight stage that fear sets in before we can actually make good decisions. Yep. We, we will not make good decisions. We will not be able to move forward in a productive way until we get out of the fight or flight stage. Yeah. Right. So that's number one. 
Number two was then reframing it, re how your brain works with, I scare myself by imagining. So make sure that your brain remembers that it's just a story that you're telling yourself. It's just a belief that you had about something. I'll use you and the snake example in a, in a way because Kylie's got a big fear of snakes, right? And when that shows up, it's not the snake that she's afraid of. It's the belief that she has about the fact the snake's going to bite her. It's, it's a foregone conclusion in her brain that the snake is going to bite her. And therefore, she's scared of snakes. Mm -hmm. And it's okay. Let that, but if, if she can tell herself that, you know, it's just me imagining the snake might bite me, you know, yeah. it's behind glass, it's right, you know, all <laughs> the other stuff that, that can go along with it. No, but that would mean that she'd want to go handle a snake. She's got no desire for it, so there's really no reason for her to overcome that fear. But if there was a situation where she needed to handle one or whatever, you can use that technique to say, I scare myself by imagining. I bet you she could actually hold a snake. But she's not going to try it. Ooh, that no just makes point. me. Yeah. But again, right? You know, about you know it, the yeah. deal, right? Yeah. Same thing with me getting uh, a shot, needles, all that other stuff, right? I can I can overcome that fear. I have a huge desire to, but I will if I need to, right? Um, I've done it. Yeah. I take my safety blanket along with me. <laughs> and she reminds me. We all have one. She reminds me. Yeah. Okay. So that's number two. Number three is to. Now you've reframed it and say, I scare myself by imagining number three is to then what is the best possible outcome? Right? So like I said, Kylie's got no real desire to handle a snake. So there's not really a best possible outcome, but if she was in a situation where she needed to protect her son, for example, right? Mm -hmm. She could go through this process in her head really quickly. Yeah. I scare myself by imagining that the snake is going to bite me. But the best possible outcome is I grab the snake, he doesn't bite me, and he doesn't bite my son. Mm -hmm. Right? We're both safe. And we're both safe. Right? So that's, that's the snake thing. But think about it in your business life, right? I scare myself by mentioning that I'm going to go on live video and they're going to make fun of me and I'm going to look stupid and I'm not going to know what to say and yeah. whatever else, right? Okay. But what if instead you were able to reach one really important customer. What if instead you were able to change one person's life, mm -hmm. right? Um, so that's number three. And then number four, it was the diving board story. Susan Jeffers Feel book. Feel the fear and do it anyway. There you go. Winner, yay! <laughs> so can you explain that to people? Yeah, so like I said, when you start feeling that fear come on in your body, you pause, you assess, you go through those steps, and then you embrace that that fear because everything you want is on the other side of fear, right? Mm -hmm. So you got to go and survive that fear, survive that risk to really truly um, feel fulfilled and, and reach those dreams that you have. So um, you just got to do it. Yep, yep. Embrace it. Embrace it. Feel the fear. Do it anyways. No, it might not feel comfortable. No. Yeah. But just like when we learned to walk, right? We we didn't start walking. We took a couple bumps and bruises, but we got up and we kept going. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then, then last part was what? Last part. So that's fear. 
Yeah, and then you talked about the art of success. Taking action, right? We talked about taking action in the face of fear, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So um, you guys have heard about that. We talked about the art of success on here. And, and, you know, so if anybody has any questions, I'm happy to share that. We kind of closed out with, um, oh, SW, SW, SW. Yeah. I do enough SWs. I think you need to for left out. Oh, left out one. Yeah. So SW, 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 four. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Some will, some won't, someone's waiting. So what? I forgot. So what? So what? Oh, wait. Some will, some won't, some won't, so what? So what? Someone's waiting next. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. that's how we take action. And, you know, you get told no. Some will, some won't. So what? Someone's waiting. Next. So embrace the nose. Yep, embrace the nose. Okay. That your your people are still out there. Yep. Cool. To help. Yep. yep. All right. Well, Jerry, again, thank you for participating and, and sharing. Yes. Not sure why. Just got comfortable, I think. Um, I think answering that question right there though, Jerry, not sure why. Taking time. I think that could be the most valuable thing that you do is sit down, get willing to get in and do some soul searching and answer that question. Not sure why. Okay. Well, time to figure that out. But uh, but's probably not the right right way to go about this. I say, but I'm gonna throw something, a thought of mine on top of this. Just got too comfortable, I think. I just want to maybe share a little bit about that. And I, that in a lot of ways could be that trigger, right? I got comfortable and then now I'm feeling like I'm not doing it well. And maybe even the failure word shows up mm -hmm. and that comfort zone is what is the trigger keeping you from moving forward and, yeah. and feeling like that comfort zone was a failure Again, not saying you necessarily got to even feel like it's a failure, but it could even go that deep that um, if you say you did it before and then you didn't maintain it, then that could feel like a failure. That could feel like I didn't do it, which then would immediately put into your brain that disbelief that you could do it again, right? Because you're actually afraid that you're going to get back to that same point, that you're going to be on this roller coaster mm -hmm. of I did it. Now I'm fighting my way, you know, from the bottom, trying to have to fight my way back up. Yeah. You know, I, I, yeah. I, I'm too old to do this again. You know, that, those kinds of things kind of show up in, in the conversations that I've had in my head about stuff. And so I feel like it could be similar for you. Again, yeah. these are some thoughts of mine. I'm not putting this on top of you. Yeah. But the way that you can combat all of that, the way that you can relook at that is this is what she taught me is I can do it again if I understand that it's worth it, right? And the way to understand that it's worth it is to celebrate, to have that joy, to have that just mental attitude of the can-do mindset that comes along with being able to celebrate those successes, to be able to find joy in things that might not seem joyful, right? Get away from 
anybody that is in that blaming, complaining, excuse-making club, for sure, they'll keep you down. You know, it's okay in, in some cases, but when you're dealing with something like you're dealing with here, Jerry, I think it's crucial that you just cut those types of people off. Stop going to their shows and stop watching what they're talking about, whatever. If they've, they've got that mindset of, you know, blaming, complaining, excuse-making, it's not healthy for you right now. Not saying you couldn't go back to that once you get back to that place where you're back in belief of yourself a little bit, mm -hmm. but um, yeah. Well, and then the other thing is, you know, just got comfortable, I think, you know, it, and knowing that you've had it before and now you got to put in all that work again to it. So maybe reframing it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Keep, and those successes will build that momentum to keep you focused and engaged to do that work. Yeah. That it's going to take yeah. to get back to where you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So Jerry said, I always know that I can do it again. Yeah. And and so maybe Kylie is exactly right in, the, in what she's saying there. I think she probably is, is that it, so maybe now the fear is the fact that you know you can do it, but are you willing to put in the work that's needed to do it again, right? And maybe it's feeling a little too big. Um, but I would, you know, First, echo what Dean's saying here. If you fall off the horse, you get back on and try again. Yeah. Um, but I would almost, I, get, I, I don't know if people, how people take this. So I'll, I'll, I'll just leave it out there as it is. I always think it's interesting that in a way, a big part of our responsibility as people, but especially as business owners, is we kind of have to trick our brains a little bit. And so that almost makes it feel like our brains are bad and all that. But it's just like it's just like selling to a customer, for example. Right? We're not trying to shyster them or do anything negative or anything like that, but we, we do have to encourage them. We do have to sell them. And our subconscious brain acts in that same way for us. We do have to sell them. We have to market to them the idea of it's worthwhile to put in the effort mm -hmm. because of the outcome. Yep. And just like selling that product to your customer, it's worthwhile to part with your heart and money to get this outcome. And, and so if we can take some of these challenges and then just do things that would trick them, right? It, it, it trick, trick your brain, no, trick. Maybe there's a better word for it. Maybe Visualize and imagine yeah, the to, vast Yeah. And, and then to kind of, give a different illusion so you know this is a wild crazy idea jerry what if you renamed your business did something that made it feel like it's a fresh start not you trying to do it again i don't know like i said wild and crazy idea might not be the right idea but start thinking outside of the box like that into how can i yeah. influence my subconscious brain to work with me not against me yeah, because you're not in the same place. You're not the same person you were before. Yeah. You you have so much more experience and so much more life behind you. You're in a different place in your life. So yeah. You yeah. may look different, and that's okay. Yeah. Well, and I know, Jerry, you've talked about, you know, some of the baby products and stuff like that. And now that you're a granddad, you know, that there, maybe that's a refresh that you can just kind of refocus. And maybe do, starting off this way by you know going after a different target market i know you've done hockey and and had all the that stuff and maybe that's the part maybe you feel like that's saturated or maybe you're not as passionate about that anymore um that uh you know that it's it 
it could be different in that regard, right? I mean, I know it's what you know, um, but I think now that the kids are grown and and that stuff, maybe there's some of that too, right? Maybe you're you're just not as passionate about it as you could be. Um, so that, that's, you know, holding you back. that's holding you back. Absolutely. Yeah. So there, there's a rub, there's a rub in there somewhere. And I know you've been working on it. Um, and I know you're going to get beyond it. Uh, and, and so just, you know, takes these opportunities that you have where you're, um, yeah, grandbaby number two is on the way, Jerry. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, take some of these opportunities to just, yeah, be real with yourself. Be, be honest with ourselves. You know, I, I know as a, as a man that being able to get deep and, and have meaningful conversations or, or even internally, right. We're not supposed to, I think it's not as prevalent anymore as like maybe my, my dad's era, mm -hmm. but I know that's still a real thing. Manly can't, can't have problems, can't have mental health issues. <laughs> mental health has got a stigmatism to it. We all have mental health issues. It's why we try to improve every day, right? Mm -hmm. Not at a level of a, a diagnosis, right? I'm not trying to say that I'm not belittling yeah. those kinds of things. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that we all have areas that we can work on each and every day. So yeah. I stick my foot in my mouth too far. Or, no. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Kylie, what else? What other? No, I like what Dean wrote though. He said people rebrand oh, all you. the time. Yep. People rebrand all the time, even big companies. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And then um, I thought about that. We are not the business that I started. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So take it, um, take it as an opportunity to really kind of get excited about it again. Yeah. I actually had, okay. I actually had a conversation with the, the young lady that I got to talk to at the end that mm -hmm. um, talking about her dad. And um, it was interesting because she does really cool things. But from when I first met her to just a, a day later, two different people. I mean, you know, and, and just all the things that she picked up from in everything in Brewery Market over those two days, she had this renewed experience. She had this like just vigor about her. You know, when I talked to her about an hour ago, I mean, I was blown away. I mean, I was almost emotional. That's how big of a deal it was, right? That, that you know, because she was actually somewhat emotional about it. And and she makes these cool little butterflies that go on your shoes. That's her business. I mean, that's a cool thing, right? In of itself. I mean, just that. that. And so the fact that she kind of lost a little bit of that luster on it means that. And and she was somebody that I would, you know. She was had it together she was with it she was a little fireball i mean all of the amazing qualities that that we all have inside of us but she you know even on the first day she showed up with that but you just tell that there was this new sparkle so you know it's okay to rebrand and to restart and to um be in that place where you just have to regroup a little bit yep. uh the the trick is how quickly can you get out of that by taking action right so yeah makes sense uh, you're very welcome, Jerry. By the way, um, okay. So I think that I think we ended on. Um, I think we got it. Yeah. All right. I think that good. Was... One additional anything. It doesn't have to be like a aha moment or anything like that. Just like one memory you're gonna have from this weekend that you'll have forever. That 
it, it doesn't have to be inspirational. <laughs> it could be something funny. It could be whatever. But one more put you on the spot question here. Oh, man. That I really liked the audience here. I think I'll take away um, those relationships that we were able to build. Yeah. And that, if anything, that's what I'll, I'll remember. And, and surviving a big risk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's yeah. awesome. Well, high five. Nice job. Or low five, whatever. On the side. Down low. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, all right. Well. How about you? Oh, you're going to make me do it. Okay. Um, for me, well, funny thing was um, Nikki Ademkowitz will now probably always call me Miss Daisy. So that <laughs> we had a panel discussion today and then she referenced me as Miss Daisy and now she keeps going around calling me that. And I've kind of embraced it too. So I walked right. up to her booth and I was like, Miss Daisy's back. So how did you inspire her to call you Miss Daisy? Well, they had asked us if money was no object, what would you be doing? And I talked about the fact that I wanted to be able to just do this, go out to everywhere I could go and just be able to share anything that I knew and, and have those conversations. And then Nikki went after me and she said, you know, that she wanted to do something similar to that, but, you know, kind of almost like the bar rescue. I think actually Todd and I talked about doing that too, um, where you're going into decorator's place and just, you know, she, she said, hug their head <laughs> uh, and just be their cheerleader and stuff like that. And then she kind of said, yeah, and you know, I'll take Aaron along with me. I'll just be driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> so gotcha. that's how that came up. Um, no, but biggest memory. Hi, I'm Kyleen, and you're listening to an episode of the Small Business Saturdays podcast. Do you want to subscribe to the Small Business Saturdays podcast? Head over to smallbusinesssaturdayspodcast.com. There are tons of ways to subscribe. Click on your favorite and grab all the information about growing your small business. Along with what you said, with the people and the passion and stuff like that, but I think what will like really be something I'll never forget is that kind of how I felt sitting in their passion. Mm-hmm. as they explained what it was that they were trying to do. And I was able to just shut up and listen, which is hard for me, as you know, um, to be able to feel that. And then wh- how that made me feel. Uh, I think that's an experience that I won't uh, ever forget. And it'll be a reminder for me. You know, I, I think that it, as much as I'd love to say that there won't be rough times, I'm a small business owner. There's going to be rough times. And so that'll be what kind of, pulls me through is hearkening back to that. Okay. All right. So you done? <laughs> Good. All right, you guys, thank you so much. Uh, we had a blast here. Thanks to Kyleen for spending some time with me. She didn't have any other choice, but she, she probably did. She probably did. She would have had to leave the hotel room, but thank you guys. We really appreciate it. I know uh, we aren't worked at a regular time here today and uh, you guys still showed up. So, um, if you're watching the replay, let us know what you take away from all this and um, let us know how we can help and support your business. So we will talk to you guys next Saturday. I will finally be back at the regular time, 9 a.m. Central time. So I will see you there next Saturday. I don't have the topic yet, 
but uh, we will come up with something good. If there's something you'd like me to talk about specifically, right? Whatever it is, I don't care. We can talk about nuts and bolts. We can talk about whatever. I'm happy to try to figure it out. If it's a topic that I can't figure out on my own, then I'll find somebody. So it might not be next week, but I, I need that feedback, you guys. So let me know what it is that you want to hear about. And uh, same thing with this young lady over here. Mm -hmm. Tell her what you need to hear about on Thankful Thursdays too. I will talk to you later. You guys have a great rest of your Saturday. We are off to date night. So can we get a high five actually oh, this time? Five. All right. Off to date night. Congratulations to Kyleen. Give her a little round of applause for getting outside of her comfort Thank zone. Thank you. Yeah, yes, very good. Very You're very welcome. All right, you guys, have a great Saturday. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for tuning into another episode of Small Business Saturday Podcast. We appreciate having you as part of the community of listeners. Tune in for the live video sessions at facebook.com slash aaronmontgomery.info to become part of the active community. You can contact me directly at aaron at montcoconsulting.com. Thanks again for listening.